0: reading is from Hebrews chapter 2 verses 5 through 7. Now God did not subject the coming world about which we are speaking to angels, but someone has testified somewhere, what are human beings that you are mindful of them, or mortals that you care for them? You have made them for a little while lower than the angels, or you have crowned them with glory and honor. These are our sacred stories. As you heard in this morning's reading, but someone has testified somewhere. What are human beings that you're mindful of them or mortals that you care for them? You've made them for a little while lower than the angels and crowned them with glory and honor. But someone has testified somewhere. I know they didn't have Google or even a biblical concordance, but this line is funny to me. It feels like whoever wrote the letter of Hebrews handed the draft to an assistant and said, look for typos and, you know, there are a couple of references to look up. And the assistant had a concert to go to, and so he fixed two commas and decided, but someone has testified somewhere, couldn't be argued with, and put the letter in the mail. And then... That letter began to be shared more broadly and eventually it was included in the biblical canon. And all those copiers and all those redactors through the centuries, the same ones who added an entirely new ending to Mark, all those folks, no one thought to fix, someone somewhere has testified. How wonderfully, beautifully human. Because I do have Google and a concordance and lunchtime lectionary lab every Friday at one on zoom you're all welcome it's super fun I can tell you that it was the psalmist who testified and that the somewhere is Psalm 8 the psalmist wrote when I look at your heavens and the works of your fingers the moon and the stars that you have established what are human beings that you are mindful of them mortals that you care for them you've made them a little lower than god and crown them with glory and honor the psalmist places humans a little lower than god and the author of the letter of hebrew is a little lower than angels we could spend some time on these words in the original hebrew and greek and the difference between god and angels But really, either way, I don't know about you, and I find a little lower than divine beings to be too generous a description of me, even on a good day after I've had my coffee. (laughs) Humans are capable of so much good. We can be called to our best selves, our divine selves. We can be compassionate and empathetic. We can achieve extreme feats to rescue someone, like lifting a car and running into a burning building. Humans have the capacity for so much wonder and care and connection. But humans are also capable of so much harm. We can be driven by violence and revenge, by hate and lust and greed. We can achieve extreme feats in our efforts for vengeance. We can be closed-minded, bigoted. Humans can create nourishing communities and we can foil communities out of selfishness and Humans can create inspiring art and devastating disasters. It's interesting that this text falls on World Communion Sunday. It makes me think of our disciple friends who gathered for that first communion meal. They were so very human. In the Gospel of Matthew we read, was evening, Jesus took his place with the twelve, and while they were eating, he said, Truly, I tell you, one of you will betray me. And they became greatly distressed and began to say to him one after the other, Surely not I. Jesus answered, The one who has dipped his hand into the bowl with me will betray me. And Judas, who betrayed him, said, Surely not I, Rabbi. And Jesus replied, You have said so. And while they were eating, Jesus took a loaf of bread and blessed it and broke it and gave it to the disciples. And the Gospel of Luke, just after they've shared the bread and the cup, we read, a dispute arose among them as to which one of them was to be regarded as the greatest and Jesus explains one more time that the greatest is the least that they're not in this for glory but to turn the systems of injustice on their head this is after the last meal they share with Jesus and they're still arguing about which one of them is to be the most victorious the most glorious, the greatest And in the Gospel of Mark, again, after they've shared the bread and the cup, we read, when they had sung a hymn, they went out to the mouth of olives. And Jesus said to them, you will all become deserters. For it is written, I will strike the shepherd and the sheep will be scattered. But after I'm raised up, I will go before you to Galilee. Peter said to Jesus, even though all become deserters, I will not. Jesus said to him, Truly I tell you, this day, this very night, before the cock crows twice, you will deny me three times. Peter said vehemently, Even though I must die with you, I will not deny you. And all of them said the same. Promises we know they don't keep. Jesus feeds those who will deny him the one who has already betrayed him those who still think jesus is doing something that will make them great who selfishly focus on their personal glory the deniers the betrayer the deserters the selfish jesus feeds them offers them himself and the covenant of his love jesus doesn't make any one of them go in another room and wait while the ones who are worthy eat and drink no one is denied bread and cup no one is rejected jesus served judas communion how can we suggest that jesus would want anyone turned away Jesus embodied the hospitality and the welcome he invites us into. This is humanity. This is our calling. Yet we are often so quick to judge, to find ourselves and each other unworthy, to reject, to abandon. And so we must challenge ourselves to live not seeking to exclude, but seeking to be our most Humane. Someone has testified somewhere that a student once asked anthropologist Margaret Mead what she considered to be the first sign of civilization in a culture. The student expected Mead to talk about fish books or clay pots or grinding stones, but no... Mead said that the first sign of civilization in an ancient culture was a femur that had been broken and then healed. She explained that in the animal kingdom, if you break your leg, you die. You cannot run from danger, cannot get to the river for a drink, cannot hunt for food. No animal survives a broken leg long enough for the bone to heal. A broken femur that is healed is evidence that someone has taken the time to stay with the one who fell, has bound up the wound, has carried the person to safety, has tended the person through recovery. Helping someone else is where civilization, where humanity starts. working together, helping, carrying those who fall, treating each other with dignity, caring for each other in turn. This is humanity. This is community. This is community. It seems to me that it is in community with other humans humans who are a little lower and sometimes a lot lower than the divine with humans we find our way to our best selves our kindest most gracious most caring selves that is if in community we are given permission to be human to fail to succeed to try again To apologize, to offer forgiveness, to make amends, to work on becoming, to be limited, to be amazing, to carry each other when we are broken, to feed each other when we are not at our best, to work together for justice to be human, wonderfully, horribly human together. You and me and all of us, we are capable of so much, capable of giving ourselves and each other grace and compassion and our best efforts at care. But we're also capable of giving ourselves and each other shame and abuse, violence, and despair. The best communities call us to live into our capabilities, our most giving, most empathetic selves, and to continue to love us and love each other when we don't live into our ideals. But someone has testified somewhere What are human beings that you are mindful of them or mortals that you care for them? You've made them a little lower than the angels. My dear friends, no matter how far you're feeling from the divine, you are part of the divine, part of the love that is everywhere. And you are welcome here. Our communion is so much more than bread and cup. It's so much more than bread and cup. It's participating and caring, loving and living, sharing our humanity. And you, human you, exactly you. You are always welcome, always invited, always, always love. Someone said it, somewhere. Amen.